party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes? And welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. Whenever something's really important, we normally create a plan in order to make sure we achieve it or that it's successful or whatever the case may be, right? And in the finance world specifically, you'll see this a lot of the time on two ends of the spectrum. You'll see people and it's like, okay, let's create a plan to pay off your debt. If that's kind of what you're focused on with your finances, okay, boom, that's really good. Then on the other side, it's like, okay, you're focusing on your investments. Let's create a plan for your investments. Okay, that too is also really important. So we know from hearing all the, you know, so many great quotes from coaches and, you know, speakers and leaders of the day that planning, you know, it makes a huge difference on whether or not you're going to be successful or get anywhere close to achieving the goal that you want to. That's why, you know, there's that really popular saying that a failure to plan is a plan to fail. So one of the things that I've never really understood when I talk to people is that if we'll do plans for our debt and then we'll do plans for our investments, then why aren't we doing plans for our income? We just kind of leave that in and of its own. One really important thing is that the number one most common denominator in when you look at all the data across all the millionaires that are in the United States, the most common denominator between all of them to determine whether or not you are going to be a millionaire millionaire or not is the fact that their income continued to rise over the years. It wasn't that they were saving more money or it wasn't that you know they kept investing a certain percentage of it. It was how much money they actually continue to make. So if that's the number one indicator for being able to build wealth and build wealth quickly, then why aren't we creating a plan to increase your income? All during my career, I had a rule for myself. I realized this kind of early on and I saw people that were doing really well in life. And I said, you know, nobody's just sitting in the same position, not making more money. So one thing I told myself is every two years, I will always make sure that I have a double digit pay increase so uh, or a double digit income uh, increase. So if I was making $50,000 one year, okay, if I get a 5% raise, 6 9% raise, whatever that year for good performance, that's great. But the next year, I need to see 10, 20, 30%. I, I, I have to get a more significant raise because you have to think about the fact that in normal circumstances, hasn't been this way the past few years, been a lot worse. But in normal circumstances, inflation is going up anywhere, you know, normally averaging around 3%. Well, if you get a 5% raise one year, that means you really only got a 2% raise because everything in life just became 3% give or take more expensive. So that's one way to really think about it. So if you really want to get ahead and be stashing away more money, well, getting at least a 10% raise will give you, again, if we're assuming 3% inflation, a 10% raise is at least going to give you an extra 7% of income. Yes, I'm not getting into taxes, all that other stuff, but you get the idea. So there's only... I want to, I want to say this in a way that hopefully, you know, this might be a little simplistic, but I think this will make a lot of sense. There are only two ways that you can increase your income. The first one is to increase your primary stream of income, which is your job. 
So getting a raise, getting a promotion, um, getting a new certification, whatever it is that it allows them to pay you more. Uh, sometimes it's doing the same position at a different job and you just move to a different company and then they end up paying you more. It's something like 30% of the time people will get at least a double digit, you know, 10% or more raise when they're doing the same job just at a different company. So that's something that's really important to be aware of. There's a lot of options here on how you can continue to increase your main source of income, which is your job. The only other way to increase your income outside of your job is to create new streams of income. So there's a lot of different ways to do that. You can do it through dividends and investments if those are cash flowing or if you have real estate and then that real estate is giving you cash flowing payments every single month. Or you know, another obvious way to do it is to start up a side hustle. If you have a side hustle or a second job that you start doing, again, that is another way to bring in additional income. So these are all really important things that we need to take account for with wherever you're at in your life, with wherever you're at in your stage of your career. And you need to start thinking to yourself, okay, how how am I going to plan for increasing my income? What is it that I'm going to do to make sure that over the next six years, I have multiple increases of double digits when it comes to my pay? So, or when it comes to my income. Again, if you stay at, I'll give you a good example. There, uh, I actually turned down a job to where I would have had a 50% increase in pay. The reason I did that is because it would have required me to move to a city. Uh, out, it would have been LA. And number one, I would have been super far away from my family. So I would have been traveling a lot back. There would have been a lot of travel expenses involved to come back and see them. And then the other thing was from where I was living, a 50% increase in pay was nice. But going to LA where the cost of living, the taxes, everything was just so much more my take-home pay, what I was going to be able to put away and invest and all that was really not going to be that much different. It was going to be like a 5% increase in my overall take-home pay, even though the income was up. So what I did instead is I turned down that job offer, found another one that paid you know an extra 20% here where I, you know, in Florida where I was living. And then what I did is I started up a side business and I increased my income that way too. The other thing was the job out in LA would have required a lot more time in traffic. It would have required a lot more time uh, in travel in general. And the one I had here didn't have any of that. So it gave me opportunities to be able to increase my income in other ways as well, because I had a lot more time available to me. That's something that a lot of people don't think about. If time equals money, then we need to be more mindful in how we're planning for our time and how we're spending that as well. Because Time doesn't always equal money. Time can equal you just sitting on the couch, looking at your phone, doing absolutely nothing. In that situation, you're not making anything. So it's all about how we're using it in the plan that we're orchestrating in order to go and make a higher income. So when you really think about it in that way, is that that dichotomy, the you know, the it's one or the other. You're only going to be able to increase your primary income with your job or you're only going to be able to create new sources of income. That's it. Choose. Have a plan for both. Have a plan at least for just one. And if you're like, well, Stephen, I can't control when I get a promotion. I say, you're right, but you can heavily influence that. So I'm working with somebody. And one of the things that we we did is we set a goal for her. She wants to be a VP in her industry in two years. And 
she can't just hire herself into a VP position in two years. But what we could do is number one, make sure that she had a conversation with her manager and go in and say, Hey, listen, these are my goals. I want to be a VP in this many years. Um, you know, what do I need to do in order to make that happen? So then she got feedback from her job. They told her what they would be looking for and what they would want to see. Great performance over the, in, you know, in her existing role, mentoring others, showing leadership. Uh, initiative, all these other things. And then she got that in writing and got them to agree to the fact that they would meet with her every quarter to confirm the fact that she is trending in the right direction. She's moving her way up there. Then what she did is she started networking in other aspects of the business as well. So in case a VP position doesn't open in her department, she can move to multiple different other departments and she already has contacts in those areas and they know who she is. And hopefully, you know, she can get a pretty good idea of whether or not she'd like to work for those people as well. Then the third thing that we did is we went out and I had her start interviewing for VP positions in the same industry at other companies, because then we got to see, okay, well, if she gets a job offer somewhere else and it's a good job, well then just go ahead and take that. But on the flip side, if she gets turned down and they're like, Hey, you know, thanks for applying. We appreciate it, but you just don't have the qualifications we're looking for. Well, now we know what her gap is in her experience that she needs to be able to fill. So it's like, Hey, we like a, B and C about you, but you don't have D and E and F and those are really important to be considered for this role. Well, now she knows over the next 12 to 24 months, she needs to work on D, E, and F in order to be able to meet all the qualifications of what people are looking for. And then she can work on all these things. There is a plan. She has multiple ways to achieve that. And then in two years, she will continue to be interviewing and doing all these things all along the way. And if something comes up before then, then great. So like I said, she can't go and just hire herself into a VP position. There's no guarantee it's going to happen exactly in that time frame. But gi- given, you know, when you look at it and you create a plan, there are a lot of things that she can take initiative of that are totally within her control for her to be able to achieve this. So this is the importance of planning. That is why being able to sit down and go, okay, I am going to have a plan to increase my income and I want to do it by this much in this time frame is so powerful. No plan is worth anything if you do not have an end goal that is defined by a deadline. That's one of the things that people make the biggest mistakes when it comes to setting goals. They'll say, hey, I want to make an extra $20,000 a year or I want to lose 15 pounds or whatever the case is, but they won't set a deadline of, I want to have it done by April 30th. I want to have it done in two years. Because the second that you put a deadline on something, you have immediately gone from going from someday to a specific day. You have taken something that was a wish and you have turned it into a goal. And that now means that you can either succeed or you can fail. And that's why a lot of people put off putting deadlines on goals. They say, oh yeah, I need to lose 20 pounds. Well, okay, by when? Because if you say you want to lose 20 pounds and you want to lose 20 pounds within you know, a month, well, that's a way different plan that you have to put in place than if you want to lose 20 pounds within a year. Two completely different scenarios in that standpoint. So, And it also increases your chances of failure versus success when you're doing that too. So this is why a lot of people, they really just have wishes. They don't actually have goals. And if you don't have a goal, 
you can't create a good plan in order to make sure that you achieve it. So all that being said, when you're going through your finances, yes, the three types of plans that you normally want to have is how you're going to handle your debt, how you're going to handle your investments, and how you're going to increase your income over the next X number of years. When you have finally set that in place, you know where it is that you want to get, you can work backwards and you can create a plan that, hey, you're going to probably have to end up adjusting it over the long term, and that's totally fine. But the point is you will have something, you will be moving in a direction, and you will get so much further ahead than if you were just kind of winging it and hoping for things to work out your way. 